0: Ladies, gents, dogs, cats and babies Welcome to the Moments in Music Your doctor Spotlight Underground, underground Music audio. Level up your music production music game production. And gain music industry, industry. Insight insights
1: While rediscovering the transformational power, uh, of, music power of music
0: And its music. connection to our vibration Don't just
2: listen,
1: Don't just
0: listen. Experience, experience.
1: Evolve.
0: Evolve. And be part of the groove. Right here. Right now.
1: Moments in Music.
0: Brings you an experience that's more than just a listen. It's a journey. 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 The Rhythm of the Soul podcast the series brings you. Moments in Music. With sure. DJ Tiny Tim. Right here. DJ Tiny, Tiny, Tim Tiny Tim, Tim. Hey there, groove masters and soul shakers! Welcome to Moments in Music, your go-to spot where we groove deep into the rhythms that make our world spin. Shit, I'm your host, DJ Tiny Tim, your guide on this wild ride through the musical universe where beats meet your soul. So today we're starting this new magical journey here, blending the tunes of life with a dash, just a little bit of a dash of spirituality. So crank up your vibes and let's dive in. You're tuning into the Rhythm of the Soul podcast series where it's all about feeling the beat, y'all. What the hell is Rhythm of the Soul? Well, I like to think of it as kind of this, it's like a triple decker sandwich, y'all. A fucking awesomeness, right? We've got three killer subseries that's Thing on Rock Yo World. First off, we've got um, Groove Junction Radio, which is um, it's where me and my my guest DJs we spin our magic. We tell our stories, through our mixes and our sets, and it's not just about like throwing down on the decks. It's about straight up feeling every beat and living every note. These sets are more than just tunes; they're the soundtrack to help y'all, us, all of us through this crazy thing we call life. Then. There's Journey of the Soul. This is where it gets deep. Think of it as kind of like a yoga session for all your spiritual shit. But then we also just like talk about the power of music and how that shit helps along the way. I'm all about finding that deeper beat within it and guiding you through the roller coaster of spiritual awakening. Cause let me tell you, that motherfucker is a roller coaster. And in Moments of Music, where we are today. We're going to be breaking down the studio walls to show you all um, the magic of sound and music production. Uh, you know, I host guests from the music industry. I share production tips and tricks, insights, where to place your microphone, what compression settings to use, all that good shit. Um, and then hopefully getting you all to be on your next level up in your music journey. I mean, hopefully, again, right? I mean, you can take what you want and toss the rest of the shit. Do not care, but as long as you get one thing from it, um, then I think uh, my job will be done. Basically, linking all of this wonderful, cool production stuff, underground house music, um, that perspective, and then tying it to, um, you know, our focus on spirituality. Really drilling in on kind of like how music is much more important than just for that value. Okay, now for the techie stuff. Um, you can catch the discussion tutorial and every part of the SoulCast. Check that out. I just called this motherfucker a SoulCast. Uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, and Fingers Crossed Amazon, too. Those kind of general podcasting sources. Uh, but if you want to get the beats, if you want to tune into the Groove Junction Radio component, um, you got to head to SoundCloud for that. And that's going to be at www.soundcloud.com slash djtinytp. Um, get those exclusive mixes. Tune in, get some tracks, previews, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I tried to put that on Spotify, and it did not work. So we just we just being nimble, y'all. Now we're gonna talk about you know the power, the power and influence of music. Um, but uh, str- full transparency, we're only taking the bird's eye view here. Mm-mm. It's a very complex subject. If you want to go beyond that and maybe I'm sure we will revisit it at some point so music and it, it isn't just a bunch of notes strung together uh, it's kind of like the universe's pulse right um, it's a language that goes beyond words it's gonna sound super cheesy but literally connecting souls across the cosmos I mean if you think about um, a big name DJ and gets 5,000 people in a room, and from all over the world, those people don't even speak the same language or live in any kind of a similar culture. But all, they're all together for that one DJ. It's magic. It's crazy. Music is our emotional regulator. It's our time machine. It's our healer. It's our therapist at times. And sometimes music even helps people find their voice again, like straight up, literally. So, fun fact here. Science is getting in on the action too, y'all, right? Intonation therapy. Research it. It's actually pretty cool. It's like a musical fucking superhero, helping brains rewire themselves and giving people back their ability to speak. I mean, how fucking cool is that? No shit, right? Okay, so we're gonna bounce down from from the lab coats to the history books, where music has been a game changer in socio political movements for quite some time, right? So, thinking tunes like "Weed in the Water" and "Lift Every Voice and Sing." Um, I mean, these weren't just songs, especially back then. They were like straight, literally secret messages for the underground railroad and shit like that. But like, they also became anthems of hope and unity. They became a steadfast. There was some super fucking tough times that you know, I don't know if I could have made it. But um, this was one of the foundations and the cores that uh, that made such an impact during those times. Okay, so let's travel. A bit further back. Okay. Imagine the shamans. Okay, y'all seeing this. Imagine the shamans drumming their way into trance states. I mean, soupy. I can't say that word. Or even soupy. I can't say it. Su- Sufi. Sufi mystics. Getting a twirl on. Getting a twirl on. Yeah yeah i mean but like seriously picture a whole village grooving around a, a massive fucking fire where it's you and your homies and then you have your shaman leading this ritual right and music at that time was their hotline to the divine straight up i mean wait hold on hotline to the divine like, i of like that we'll see that again later i'm sure no but um if you think about it it was a little bit more than that at times as well right because back in those days, this ritual was so important for fertilization, for the sun, for the cycles of the moon, um, things that we often forget. Um, because nowadays, I mean, they're given to us. They're just so part of our culture and nature that we don't remember where they came from and what we used to have to do back in the day to really just live a life. Moments in music How many times? How many times do we have a song give you chills? Or lift you to cloud nine? Dude, I straight tear up and like get super emotional. Give me a good set of like strings or something like that. It's over, right? But how many times that happened to you? I mean that really that's music doing its soul whispering thing. It's not just a beat, y'all. It's a journey to your inner self, your higher self. Gives us comfort, joy. And even I mean, that moment sometimes it gives us a glimpse of you know, the higher power, God, Allah, spirit, source, whatever you want to call it, um, we have access to that through the power of music. I mean, even today, in many indigenous cultures, not many that come from um, North America, just saying, um, but music is really a key part of their spiritual DNA. It's not just for entertainment. I mean, it goes for storytelling, healing, and I mean, connecting with the higher power, of the universe, right? So, the drum. Take like the drum, for example. It's like the bass. The bass of every freaking uh, track. It's the heartbeat of Mother Earth. Such a powerful tool for grounding and awakening. And notice in music, all ascending kind, really, too, maybe except for like classical and, I don't know, maybe a couple others, but the core, the foundation, the the center of the song. What is it? It's the drum. It's the heartbeat of most tracks. It's crazy. So, Let's keep our, our ears and hearts open because I know that, like, we all feel this little change in the world. It's kind of weird, right? I've been thinking I'm fucking crazy, but we'll talk about that <laughs> in Journey of the Soul. Um, but it's coming, y'all. I mean, it's, and there's just this whole universe of rhythms waiting to be explored. All right, y'all. So now it's all about you guys. Um, what I would love is if you could share with me. A, a moment when, like, a particular song or piece of music gave you, like, that boom, that spiritual awakening or emotional awakening moment. Um, this could be whatever, whatever you want, really. It could be your breakup song, your song that gets you jammed, what you get ready to every morning, um, whatever. Um, send it to me, why it's important, and I have um, a little uh, challenge for myself that I'll do with that track. Just I'll explain the second part, though. Um, or we got a a one or a two here. You could, um, create a soundtrack of your life. And so, what this would be just like, what are the songs that have gotten you to up to where you are right now? I laugh because mine would be pretty fucking crazy. Um, but really, just those different aspects of significant moments, uh, throughout child's life, right? Um, could be songs that remind you of your childhood. Tracks you associated with important life events, you getting married, you know, whatever you want. Um, cool little playlist, pretty easy, you can create that on Spotify, no time. And then what I can do with either one of these challenges I have for you guys, um, I'll take whatever songs you let me know, or a few of those tracks from that playlist, and I will actually throw them down. And my next DJ set...
2: Level up, level up,
0: level up, it's moments in music. There's spots to level up.
2: Your host. DJ, Tiny Tim. DJ Tiny Tim, part of the, Rhythm of the, Rhythm, of the Rhythm of the Soul, Soul podcast Soul. Soul.
0: Soul. series. All right, soulful listeners. So I do want to take a moment because I don't, uh, I'm going to take a moment to step back because I realize that I actually haven't shared sort of fucking why behind this whole series. All right. You know? So ever since I was a little kid, you know, I always felt something was a bit off. I think a lot of people have this kind of same, similar opening. Um, But you know, I can tell you as a gay black man in a black family back then, um, you might think, well, that kind of yeah, there was there was definitely something a little bit off. But it wasn't just about that. That, You know, that's a whole other um, set of therapy. But it wasn't just about that. Um, You know, growing up, I. I'd encounter some wild shit, like supernatural moment. And my family, especially in my mom's side, um, you just brush it off, right? You know, oh, make believe. It's not pre ale. You've dreamed it. It's shit that, you know, you see on TV. Um, But then I think about, you know, going through childhood with that perception and then ultimately through, you know, adulthood. And I mean, I remember in college, Um, I used to like, and and, and it still happens to this day, but so many lights would cut on or off, even with me just being like a block radius away from them. It's really, really strange. Um, it's, it's not so strange now that I'm in my adult years and have done some research. But anyways, all that to say was, um, uh, everything shifted when my mom passed away a few years ago. Right. Um, and I first kind of noticed maybe uh, this thought that there's more to us when um she wasn't able to speak and she um wasn't really cognizant of anybody in the room with her but you know her eyes would open and um she the last time I saw her I kind of knew that it was the last time I saw her and with even with such a um lack of cognition um and wherewithal there was one single tear that came out of her uh, her eye and I kind of knew then that it would be like the last time so I saw I just knew it and then it kind of was um, and uh, so that made me think you know there's something there's like m- more shit than we see or we know what's going on like it just doesn't stop here Um, so a few days after she uh, passed and uh, you know I had to take her off the respirator and all the good stuff I was fucked up right of course like she was going on like pretty much just 60 and like you know what I mean she had just anyways so um I was in my office on the 23rd floor and um pre-covid days of course um and I noticed this little like brown thing floating outside my window so didn't thought it was kind of weird because 23rd floor is like one little random leaf floating. I'm like okay cool whatever um just just the wind just the leaf and I went to the gym, came back, and this was about forty-five minutes later. And I saw that little brown, what I thought was a leaf, again, right? So I actually went up to the window to check it out, and it was not a brown leaf. In fact, it was a brown butterfly. And my mom loved butterflies. Um, we used to color color them, make these some crazy designs when I was young, and then see her favorite color was also brown. Um, so you know, it's kind of, one of those moments when you like you know like okay some shit's talking to me right now um and so since then um, it, um this whole awakening process has been fucking crazy um my senses have been just waking up now like hello i'm here where the fuck up you kept me for so goddamn long and um so that's kind of what led me to a rhythm of the soul series um really to be on this journey of of craziness right but then also taking a look at some of the magic that we already have to help us get through it, music. So, next week on Journey of the Soul, which is also part of this series, we're going to dive deep into all of this shit. I mean, like, we really get into it, y'all don't want to miss it, trust me, so make sure you tune in. So this whole experience, um, it's a bit like, it's not even a bit like, it's called a dark night of the soul, I don't know if you've heard of that terminology before, but Basically, it's kind of a rough patch when you feel super lost and worried about everything. You second guess yourself. Um, Maybe even some shame, guilt, all this stuff that starts to, you think maybe you have in your past starts to come, your fears start to manifest crazily enough. It's really, really strange. Um, You know, it's really about, at least I look at it as a point in time to confront and embrace those parts of ourselves that we usually hide. Um, you know the shadow self, right? Our shadows, keeping in the shadows. Um, and for me, I think it's during these times it's even more important, um, to bring the shadows to the light. Because I mean, if you think about it, diamonds, baby, before you can shine bright like a diamond, um, diamonds are toe up and ugly and nasty before they get to that point. So, all of that is to say, um, yeah during those times like this dark night of the soul situation music's my jam i mean i'm a dj and producer and so um it's during these periods i really really just connect with music um uh, tuning into the lyrics um and what i found is like it's so amazing that like how many songs old and new um, are packed with all of the spiritual wisdom super just overlooked that shit right uh, i mean especially when you were younger and made up those lyrics that were like not those lyrics that were for that song at all, right? So um, I think it's just kind of those things where you overlook and you nowadays you don't really put any meaning uh, into meaning they, there's no there's no there's no imagination. It's all literal. There's no allegory or metaphor. I mean, it's it's just so literal. So we kind of overlook this shit. But I mean, there's an example that I got. So take uh, one of my favorite songs, uh, "Dark Necessities" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, I mean. That song was great, you know. Like it, it's cool. It's it's got a great little bass line, and of course, you you, you gotta love um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But, um, but my perspective before this spiritual awakening, and then after, as a result of these lyrics, they have a whole new fucking meaning. And it's been a thing. Just um, music is so powerful. I just I just can't keep expressing that. um But that's the why. This is kind of long winded, but um, here we are. I started a series to hopefully, you know, give y'all some shit, uh, share with you some crazy shit that I'm going through, listen to y'all's crazy shit, and uh, make it through this next chapter of um, our human evolution together. So that's kind of the why behind this soul cast. Oh, there it goes again. Um, really is to explore these spiritual insights. hope <laughs> time ended in plain sight um you know they they're in rhythms and lyrics um but to also um realize the creative magic that we have mixing and and the power that djs bring to a dance floor in a room um and to help you level up if you're into actually making music yourself um it's a way to just connect us all All right, folks, ladies and gents, fasten your seatbelts because we're about to zoom back up into the present day. We're going (laughs) to run it forward. That was a bad, bad, bad sound effect there. But to the present day, for the world, the spiritual music is kind of like a kaleidoscope, ever-changing, vibrant, and deep. There's also some shit you like and some shit you really don't like. We've come a long way from the classic gospel tunes, transcending into realms like Gregorian chants, grooving on soulful house tracks, jacking you up with some jagging house tracks too, and even floating into the binaural beats of transcendental meditation. The music scene really is so fucking colorful it's as it's colorful, as buried as the spirits that make up the universe. No joke. Now, let's turn. Uh, the spotlight on how today's artists are stitching spiritual they're gonna weave that little fabric, right? Think about the weeders shit up into today they, they beats. Um and you know I thought, who better to chat with than my brother from another mother? On the other The one and the only John Hart, this guy um is pretty amazing. Um he is not just a DJ and a producer, um he's the mastermind behind so many creative outlets, I mean, graphics, reason to funk records. Um, and he is joining us today all the way from the UK. That's right, folks. We're raging across the pond for this one yeah. Please do not kill me for the horrible accent people on that side of the pond. And John's got his finger in a little bit of everything, to be kind of honest. He's been blending the beats with the soul, creating tracks, creating, creating tracks. That aren't just music to your ears, but literal nourishment for your soul. And he hasn't even been thinking about doing it from the spiritual perspective. Until my little happy ass came along, right? So stay tuned as we dial in with John and get the lowdown on how spirituality and beats are making magic together and today's music world. You're tuned in to Moments in Music. The spot to level up with DJ Tiny Tim. All right, so our very first guest is my brother from another mother on the other side of the pond. He's been in the music industry for over 20 years and just relaunched the Reason to Funk underground record label, where their passion is house music. And though he gets on my last nerve, he actually really doesn't, and I really love the guy a lot. I could not be more proud to have such talent to kick off our Moments in Music series. From Manchester, UK, please welcome DJ, producer, record label owner, John Hart. John Hart. John Hart. All right, Johnny Bush. so again, I do want to welcome you and thank you for joining us here on Moments in Music. Thanks, bro. It was a little bit of a journey to get here, but we did make it, my man. Yeah, it's good to be here. So, you know that the concept of the show is all about exploring the link between music and spirituality. Yes. Um, yes. I want to start off by asking...
1: For you personally, how does spirituality influence your DJ set? It's a hard one to answer that. The easiest way I can explain it, in my opinion, is uh, Melodic House kind of is my... I don't know, it takes me on a journey more so than any other genre. I don't play it a lot, but um, when I do, it's always a deep journey down there somewhere. I suppose I've been spiritually influenced, and I play that kind of set, which you all should have heard in the kickoff of Groove Junction Radio. I am a bit spiritually influenced. Groove Junction Radio launched last week, right Tim? Yes.
0: Uh, Yes, it did actually. Um, Thanks for the reminder, Johnny Boy. So, check it out. Last week is part of the Rhythm of the Soul podcast series. Soulcast. I'm going to use that shit. Johnny Boy kicked us off with groove, Junction radio with a really dope melodic house set. So make sure you check it out at the soundcloud.com slash DJ tiny TP. And that set that you dropped though, John, straight fire. Thanks. Okay, but here we go. Many people sort of find this deep spiritual connection through music, right? In your perspective, can you tell me how music can act as a bridge between the physical
1: and the spiritual realms.
0: Or wait, do you even believe in the spiritual realms, John? I'm going to step back uh, and ask you that first. It.
1: Oh, uh, It's not that I don't believe in it, or I do believe in it. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not something I've ever really thought about prior to this. Yeah, yeah, sure. And again, the only way I can relate to it is my sets, really. Because spiritual happenings or, or experiences, rather, are not something that... Happened to me or that that I've thought about in the past or that I, I kind of, uh, in, intended on doing <laughs> in the future uh, because I'm not busy all the time. As you know, it is very true. You are a busy, busy man. Um, trying to find the time to do something like even answer these questions with was hard enough, mate. Um, but yeah, um, I suppose in a way that for the people I'm thinking music may be able to act as that bridge. I suppose, in a way, I kind of try and touch on that intersection, right? When I'm playing the kind of music like Melodic House, uh, and I hope, well, it may be spiritual even when you're playing Jack in House, I don't know. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely, and it's funny because I was having a conversation the other day where someone asked me kind of the same thing, you know, if you think about it, it is basically this energy right i create this energy then i give it to the people and then the people on dance floor spin it back and it's this whole sort of like it's a symbiotic relationship so i think that any kind of dj can find some spiritual connection through their music and the sets that they play i'm
1: i agree i'm probably doing it and don't even know i'm doing it
0: yeah yeah sure now this one is one of those questions that um I get so many different answers, but I'm super excited to hear your response.
1: Can you tell me, John, do you plan your DJ sets or do you just throw down? I mean, the only plan I had was when you said about spirituality, I thought, right, well, that's a melodic set. I didn't think about what tracks I was going to play. I chose my first track and started mixing. That's the usual way for my sets. Two tracks, and then I wing it. Okay, so then, how do you go through a set? I mean, I guess what I'm asking is, what's your way of navigating through a mix? I just know my music really well. I don't categorize my music. All my music is stored in date order. So, I just have January 2020, January 2021, January 2022, etc. Right? That's kind of how I remember a track. Because I know roughly abouts when I mixed it. You know, I have to be honest with you. I'm pretty much in the same boat with uh, my categorization.
0: Um, it is by event. You do better than me, and you're at least got it down by month and year. Mine's just event after event after event. So I may reach out to um, you, brother. Not
1: much, really. For some tips and tricks. Yeah, sure, I suppose. Well, yeah, uh, I can always tie a track to a set uh, of an experience. That's exactly what I'm getting at here. So
0: it's all about the experience because there's this, this feeling there, right? There has to be this energy that says, okay, this is the right song for the crowd. This is the right song for the hour. This is the right song harmonically to go with the track that I'm playing.
1: Um, like sometimes it just doesn't flow. So um, well, when I'm selecting tracks on um, track source, beatport, bandcamp, wherever I get them, or if I get sent promo instantly by an artist, I only listen to a track for, for 10 seconds, um, and I know instantly whether I'm going to connect to that track or not. Oh, same here, my man.
0: I can pretty much tell a track when the first two beats, honestly,
1: if it's a track that I like and don't. That's how you, how you respond to the music. And, you know, you react to people, don't you, bro? which I suppose is spiritual as well. Um, there's certain stuff that doesn't resonate with the certain people. And that's what makes you a certain style of, of DJ, or what makes people remember you for your DJ or your your sets or whatever. What makes you unique? It's got your signature sound, doesn't it? Or your, your signature sounds or whatever. I genuinely like to go from genre to genre, uh, taking people on a journey through genres and to the dance floor, also for example frankie b did a charity stream on twitch and it was a two-hour show and i just got into the groove you know frankie b messaged me afterwards and he said you took us places man i guess that made the pounds roll in and you know that's what i like taking people from one bit one place to another to another so i really love what you said johnny boy for me I think I'm telling
0: the story, right? There's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end, there's you know, all the stuff that happens between, the climax. Um, I, I think it's the same way when you're thrown down on the dance floor. You're telling a story um, and you captured it perfectly and you're taking people on a journey. So next up, I want to talk a little bit about um, your time in the music industry. You've been in the industry for 20 years. Can you take us through your journey in the music industry? So like, how did you get started as a DJ, music producer? And then also, how has your approach to music evolved so, over the years?
1: I was a was a um. trance DJ originally. <laughs> I mean, everybody was at one point. Well, if you're, if you're my age anyway, there was a friend of my brother's who uh, was a DJ and I heard this DJ and I was like, that's pretty cool. And I always wanted a set of techniques. My dad bought me uh, what I can only call ray setup with 33 and 44 BPM. Um, and that were it. Yeah, I hated that. So I saved up and I bought myself a set of techniques. Yeah. And I just progressed and, you know, and eventually I started to, a few nights when I was at college, absolutely rammed the local social clubs and things like that and charged fortunes for it and made lots of money i made more money doing that than i do now probably and then i entered in dj competition called dj idol in manchester and i won that then and i got a residency in the back room at club north in catholics palace uh next i did some warm-up with john percent all over i got quite a few gigs um Uh, I've been in Manchester quite a bit. Uh, Then I moved to Bolton. I was doing a lot of clubs in Bolton then. Went on to Ibiza for a bit. Six fair boat parties for the party rebels. Did a few gigs there. Sanque Soap, Solar Jet Apartments, Bora Bora. And then started Reason 2 Funk Records. When I finished all of that, I did ADE. I did Headquarters Festival. Played over at Sunset Beat. Yeah, I've done quite a bit, to be fair. Came over to uh, San Francisco, which is obviously where I met yourself. And then I had a bit of a break. I needed to reset, you know, hit the reset button. And, well, uh, we know that story, of
0: course. Yes, yes, indeed. That is a story for probably not ever a time.
1: And clearly we can move right past (laughs) it, bro. So mm-hmm. when was this? When I started to DJ as a DJ as a, bedroom DJ, uh, probably up about, yeah, I was 14, 15, 15 years old. When
0: was this? You keep kind of avoiding the question. Are you not trying to reveal your age
1: here, Don? What's uh, going on? 41 years young, mate. Um, that was a long time ago. Let's do it that way. 41 takeaway the that was 27 years ago. Bloody hell. That's how long it took me to do the math. <laughs> Um, okay, let's
0: switch it up. I will shift this question a little bit because I think it might focus more if you are actively producing. And um, we just covered your DJ resume, so um, we'll take it down this route. Every artist has a unique creative process when they're starting the, their tracks and getting to their inspiration about their music and their beats. What is the motivation or inspiration behind yours
1: um, just the general fact that I love house music, there's no other reason. It's the one thing that I suppose it settles me, right? Yeah. This just gets me in the fields as they say, but I very quickly found house music after starting with trance. I think I ended up in trance because the guy that I kind of learned from Jonathan Walker taught me the basics and he's a trance DJ. It was that era when trance was at the forefront. Trance was actually good then. After that, I had very quickly found uh, all five one clubs in Liverpool and dreamed of going to like Ministry of Sound and then started doing the festivals and things like that. Um, next up, I want to talk with you about The
0: changing music industry, and we know that music now is definitely not the same as it used to be. You know, the music industry is definitely facing some change. I mean, it's always going through change, right? But from your experience, what are the biggest challenges facing music producers and DJs today?
1: What's going to be, I'll say it this way, what sound is going to be the right sound? that's an overgeneralization but then again I don't care about that one personally yeah I really don't it's me saying either you like it you know or you don't right Um, I used to play to the crowd for the crowd I don't know how to word that but yeah and I used to focus on what I thought the crowd wanted to hear and the more I stopped thinking like that the better gigs got uh, people would come in to hear me And that's when I, I guess, kind of got um, uh, my signature sound, really, but more like a signature vibe. It's just an uplifting vibe I go for. And I'm excited to take people on a journey, lift them up and drop them when I'm ready. Absolutely. You know, um, um, I'm going to say that there are many challenges, but, well, you've got to be fresh, aren't you? And current but then you've also got to be ahead of the game because the kind of vibe does change year by year by year. uh, At least it seems to be yearly anyway, in my opinion. Um, I remember uh, having a conversation with Rick from Corduroy Mavericks, and this was the exact same conversation with Roman, also from Corduroy Mavericks, who was saying that the hardest thing is knowing what's going to be popular next year and being ahead of the game. And being one of the first to capture them with that game, so you don't do that. No, it's almost like looking into the future. And mate, um, no one's got a time machine on this. <laughs>
0: All right, Johnny boy. So I know that maybe on this planet, this time, and this reality, we don't have a time machine. But but you never know, John. I mean. Shit, over here, the CIA has just declassified some shit fool, let me tell you. Um, you know, earlier you mentioned talking about the future and being on top of your game. What do you think is coming? I mean, you don't see into the future, but if you had to take a stab at a guess to what's coming down the pipeline next in terms of DJing, what would it be? Tell us some more.
1: If I'm honest, I'm getting a wee bit tired of pushing as hard as I used to. And obviously, I've got somebody else to think about now as well. Not just myself, so... Yeah, I suppose... I just want to keep in the industry. I want to keep the record label going nice and steady. Not too aggressively, obviously. So right now, I'm involved with the unpolished people. Here's a little story... The other night, we had Jason Majesty play for us. We had Bootyman. We had Jobu play. Big faces, mate. We had 12 DJs at the last gig, and it went from 1 p.m. to 4 a.m. Um, oh, my God. And yeah, yeah. it was a cracking gig. So we did a few of those, probably not as often as I recall, or as we plan to do next year and the year after kind of thing. We're playing with the idea of ADE to do an event over there, probably combining and talks with, with pretty good behavior about maybe doing something with them. There's all sorts in the pipeline, really, on the back burner. And it's not just a simmering kind of thing. But this, there's a lot we want to do. It's just when we do it. Because myself, Adam B, and a rich Envy are now running the record label. So I brought Adam and Richard on with me. And they're exactly the same kind of religion as me. Both know when to have the whip cracked and when to be grown up. And uh, just my kind of people. I think the three of us need to push it at a good rate. Whereas I wouldn't have had that capability just on me own. I was very careful. Who was selected to do it kind of thing. Um, but yeah, good, good lads. There's a lot on the boil and obviously we've got the funk cast running. So, uh, so there's going to be more and more of that. We've already... Uh, the next release comes out on the 24th. That's, that's Frank Emotional, as I get deep, uh, with remixes from Buffs and David Brin. Then we got MC Party Mouth and Frank Amodo. Then we've got some other stuff in Pipeline. Mr. C is doing something. We've got a lot going. And with that, we will
0: close it out. And in doing so, I want to ask you this one final question. What kind of advice would you give to aspiring artists who want to follow in
1: your um, uh, Be true to yourself. Don't be swayed. Stick to your groove, your gut, and believe in yourself. That is great advice, my no, man. Um,
0: give it up, y'all. John Hart coming at you from the UK. Reason to Funk
1: Records. Make sure you check it out and not thank you enough, thank my man. Thank you for man. having me, um, as we call it. The open, the opener, the kick it, the kickoff of whatever you guys call it.
2: Level up, level up, level up. It's moments in music. The spot to level up. With your host, DJ Tiny Tim. DJ Tiny. Part of the rhythm,
0: of the, rhythm of the Rhythm of the Soul Podcast Series. And boom, just like that's all, we are at the end of the the first of, you know, we'll see how many. Um Journeys Together uh of uh, moments in music. um uh, I'm DJ Tiny ten minutes it's been honestly an absolute pleasure vibing with you all. Uh today. I'll give you a little bit of a reminder of what we covered here. Um we We really just did some high-level exploration of those paths of um, between music and spirituality. We discussed uh, the power and the influence of music, kind of how that meaning of music has changed throughout history. Um, And then, you know, we heard from the incredible John Hart, who has been blending the sonic beats um, across the pond for us over in the UK. So remember, music isn't just what we hear. It's for real, though, it's like what we feel. It's what moves us. It's what connects us to something bigger than ourselves. As you go about your week, I challenge you to listen to not just with your ears, but listen with your heart. Um, okay, and I, I actually extend that challenge with caution because I wind up crying a lot and shit. and It's a whole I, yeah, thing. But anyways, for you guys, find that one track that speaks to your soul and let it take you higher and let it get you to that place. All right, y'all. So, don't forget to tune in next time, uh, next week, actually, on Journey of the Soul, where we take you. Ooh, just kidding. Don't forget to join us next week for Journey of the Soul, where we go into the deep dives of the spiritual awakening, all those the good, juicy, crazy, spooky spiritual stuff. Um, and don't forget to tune in next month for another. Moments in Music, where we take you backstage with a six-time Grammy-nominated artist who's going to share with us what it takes to be successful in the industry and also how to make some money, right? Because, you know, we do a lot of work as artists and um, uh, many times don't see the return on that investment. But, so ch- stay tuned and check it out. So, stay tuned and check it out. But before we sign off, um, a big shout-out to everyone who's been tuning in sharing and vibing with us, keeping that dial locked and loaded. This is not just a podcast. It's a soul cast. There goes that that word one more time, y'all. Soul cast, right? No, it's a community. Um, It's a movement. Uh, And you guys are all part of it. So for that, I'm super grateful. Thank you. So keep proving. Keep feeling. Let's keep remembering to be kind to each other Um, and remember that in the rhythm of this thing, this fucking crazy thing we call life, we are all just dancing to the same beat. I like to tell people, it's um, we are in this, we're at the same stadium, maybe just different box seats. You know, you, you you're on the court side, you're on the whatever. It's all the same beat. So until next time, stay tuned for more moments in music and rhythms that touch your soul. Peace out. This is DJ Tai Tim. Much love.
2: Welcome back to Moments in Music. The place where beats and spiritual vibes collide. Ready to level up your production game? You're tuned in to the right frequency. Dive deep into the world of music production. We're talking top-tier tips, tricks, and secrets. Straight from the
0: pros.
2: Ever wondered how the big names craft those killer tracks? We've got the Inside
0: Scoop. The Inside Scoop.
2: It's not all about the tech and techniques. Here at Moments in Music, we connect the dots between rhythm and soul. Rhythm and soul. It's oh. about the music that music moves you, that moves the you. beats that breathe life. life. So whether you're a bedroom beat maker or a studio savant, <laughs> join us as we explore the spiritual side of sound. Music isn't just what we do, it's who we are. We are. And if you're vibing with us, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And spread the love. Keep up with every beat, every breakthrough. Smash that like button, share, and spread the wisdom. Let's build a community of sound and spirit. Feeling extra generous? A little donation goes a long way in keeping our tunes and talks top notch.
0: Plus, it's good karma, right?
2: Subscribe, like, share, and donate today.
0: You're tuned into Moments in Music. Stay tuned, keep crafting,
2: tuned. and most importantly, Keep the music playing in your studio and in your soul.